Check it out. Well, it looks good. How are you guys liking it so far? How's it been? Good yeah. yeah. It's been good. Were you at the last one last year? No, I was still in the UK. Oh, that's right. But you weren't. Did you come to it last year? No, I did not. I was like, I'm only into this space for about a year. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but I've been in a lot of innovation conferences this year with Vivian and others. Yeah. So, yeah. Right? I mean, I've been going 100 miles an hour since I've been here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just getting yeah. it uh, getting yeah, nice and set up. Exactly. Yeah. Well, cool. So let's talk about smart today. Okay. That sounds like yeah. the thing to do. I saw you guys had like a, a thing downstairs. I didn't get a chance to actually go through it yet. What are, yeah. what's the, what's the call to action today? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. The call to action is uh, threefold. Uh, number one, you can people can join the waitlist. Mm -hmm. uh, we are not doing any node sales at this point. We're waiting until we have a main net and we are all set up on that. Dope. Um, also, we're really hammering, making sure that we're really strong on like what is the utility and like why would somebody want to buy it mm -hmm. or get involved with the project, even if the token, which you have to say that it could never go anywhere. And so like, what's the value that somebody gets out of it? Um, and part of the value leads to the second two items, which is you can sign up for a free solar consultation to get a, home, a residential home solar system through Oven Solar, uh, and also sign up for a, a smart home consultation as well. That's awesome. And so there's three QR codes. It just cycles through, yeah. and anybody can sign up and choose to engage with how much they want to engage. Okay. So, I mean, let's let's go through those, like that first one, Yeah. Um, the, the actual utility and all of that. Can you talk about what your, what your plans are, your ideas are there? Yeah, uh, to say it in a sentence, and we still need to align if this is the right sentence that we want to use like publicly going forward, but it's uh, my home, my data, my wallet. And so this concept of that, we believe that a user should be sovereign over their data. Mm -hmm. uh, and a natural fit for us, given particularly with Tom and his experience with Smart Home and Solar and with, within just the, the team that we've built, is to start with literally the home to start with smart home data and solar data and to build from there mm -hmm. and to create value both on terms of the web two side of actual systems, physical systems, and then on the web three side of this sovereignty concept, this yeah. holy grail of crypto. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. Um, and actually let me, let me backtrack a little bit just for, for the sake of the content. Yeah. Um, Tom, can you tell people who you are, what your, what your background is? Sure. Um, so I've been in the crypto blockchain space for about a year. Um, our ecosystem leader and I go back about 25 years. He was a customer of mine back in the day. Uh, I've been in the smart home and solar industry for about just north of 25 years. I just don't want to give you too much information on that, but I do have a lot of gray hair. Um, <laughs> and so we built one of the largest uh, solar companies in the United States and was able to liquidate that some time ago. And we did the same thing with a smart home company that uh, we went through a couple of change of controls with Goldman and Blackstone and finally liquidated that. Uh, just recently to a company called NRG. So prior to that, they were my customers. I had a wholesale monitoring a company that looked at and kind of took control of all the interactions between their customers and my personnel, making sure people were safe and they were being economic with their usage, whether it be energy or whatever the case was. So um, my I thought that I was going to retire March 10th of last year. I did. Mm, congrats. But, uh, yeah. yeah. I spent like two hours at home. My wife said, you got to go get a job. And yeah. decided <laughs> He's to back come on back the street with the cardboard sign. Found a couple guys to work with and yeah. now we're rolling. It makes sense that yeah. you'd be in this space then. Yeah. 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 So that's cool. How about yourself, Thomas? Yeah. So I come from, I uh, originally came out of college with a, uh, going into investment advice through Wells Fargo, uh, got into digital investment platforms. 
and knew that I wanted to go try to build companies. And so I went and got an MBA uh, and this opportunity came up and I had, had to jump on board and had to learn yeah. how to grow. So, but I come from the heavy product, heavy systems thinking side. Mm -hmm. So with that, um, what, you know, now back to the, the actual topic at hand, what are we looking at as far as like, what's included in the smart home stuff? Um, how, how does that relate to my wallet at all? Like, can you tell me a little bit more about that? Maybe I should that? take a first part. Yeah, and you for take, sure. So <clears throat> the data points that you can get from a smart home are infinite. There's sensors for everything now, right? And that's just the whole evolution of smart home. My former employer and, our, and myself kind of changed the whole concept in the entire what was security industry. And so when I left, we were collecting about 2.2 billion points of data a day across 2.2 million homes. We were able to put that into a platform. Now you have all this user data with about 10 home years on average. Mm -hmm. And so there's really, really robust data there to say, okay, you can learn by talking to data scientists uh, a lot about that. And so one initiative we did there was to say, okay, look, we when you do data monetization, you want to do it, or at least I wanted to do it in a way that it was beneficial first for our customers and then also creative to the company. So after a lot of research with some of the biggest players in the space, biggest reassurers, uh, the claims providers, you know, we decided that we were going to take a shot at insurance. Uh, we were able to do that over time. Um, we were found to be 45% less likely based on the um, product that we were putting into their homes and their uses information. Uh, that gave us uh, enough reason to say, hey, we should go start an insurance agency. And then eventually as we're doing that and learning the insurance space to go build an MGA, uh, same goes with solar. Right. And so solar, you know, we have a vision on solar. Some of the things we're working on that I won't talk about today, but, you know, going with solar and residential and be able to, you know, pull that data up into the cloud and in connection with smart home data uh, to understand energy uses, uses patterns, things like that. Um, and then you know, eventually what we want to do is get to something maybe a little bit more robust to actually go out and build our own solar farms. And it all kind of ties up to some of the bigger use cases we have with some of the stuff that you can talk about. Yeah. But uh, there's a significant amount of data that's out there that's already being produced through sensors. And there's a number of different platforms and I've been in the space for 20 years, know most of those people to figure out how to integrate from their perspective, taking their platforms, putting it on the blockchain to make it more secure, doing a rev share, understanding now that we have all this data that we can actually massage through to figure out what our next product is for. Interesting, yeah, so, so we're talking sounds like maybe a thousand data points per house on average that you're that you're pulling from um and you're using that one to you can use it at least to study like generalized human behavior yeah. right and yeah. then kind of feed that as marketing information to other companies we, you could yeah. um a little sensitive about that yeah, we don't want sure. to be sharing pii number one and sensitive Absolutely. information is also very important when you're your customers yeah it goes back to what i said if it's really really good for the customer in my mind save them money yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and it's accretive to the business, then it was something that we were to go down. I would say the first 20 ideas that we kind of sat on, we said, no, it didn't fit that criteria. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's kind of how we landed on where we are. That yeah. makes sense. Yeah. And so I the think, wallet and, and all of that could yeah, help that's, protect my data. Exactly. Well, it also gives you the choice of how to interact with it. Mm -hmm. So like the, there's that common phrase, I don't, was it coined by by Forbes or whoever, the, that data is the digital oil, yeah. right? Or yeah. whatever that, that classic phrase, right? And yeah. so whether people are know it or not, they're oil wells. And companies have successfully monetized that. And, and many, that's, that's like what Web2 is built on. Yeah. And, right. and we 
can run the same same play. We know how to do that. Like we know how to monetize it. We have partnerships that so we could go do that again. However, what we're trying to take a stance in is we're inserting the wallet into it. We're inserting friction into that data flow, that oil flow, mm -hmm. to put some valves on there that and handing the keys over to the user. So yeah. the user can flip a switch of saying, you know what, I don't want to be advertised to using my data. Mm -hmm. I can turn that off. Yeah. And we're trying to figure out, and we're in ideation phase and prototyping and all of that of trying to figure out like, does the, how does that actually work? Because right. a really clear thing from talking with users is that there are no users that want to spend a couple hours out of their day or even out of their year managing their data. So right. it has to be incredibly easy to use. Right. It'd have to be like a, like a, like a VPN, you know, I download yeah. it, set it up. Now I yeah. have control of my data, yeah. right? I can at least anonymize it and then, exactly. then I'm a happy camper. Yeah. Or yeah. I can I can maybe go to a dashboard and click a few toggles. Yeah, exactly. And I'm I'm good. You can show my my shopping activity, or you can show my sleeping yeah. activity. You know, yeah, however exactly. you want to yeah. be advertised to. That's a that's a really cool play. I think that that's ultimately where a lot of crypto is going to end up. Yeah. That you know this not necessarily in the tokens or anything. It's just this it's this ability to control what people see about my digital behaviors, right? Yeah. With um, with the financial industry right now, a lot of um, there's there's a lot of granular detail for fraud prevention mm -hmm. in in different technologies. So, for instance, biometric data can now even include how a person normally holds their phone, yeah. so that we can tell if they're on like a a, a phone farm or some you know somebody's trying to crack into your stuff for account takeovers and things. And it seems like this would be a really cool way to leverage that. Um, you know, being able to say, well, if it's for security, you can share my information. Yeah. But if it's for advertising, then no, you know, yeah. give me, give me reasons. Or to these are the, or these are the people that I'm going to allow to yeah. advertise to me. Yeah. yeah. Like you control it. That's awesome. Yeah. That's really cool. And then what was the third call to action? So the other two call to actions were Oven Solar. Oh, yeah. Getting a free consultation yeah. for a residential solar, solar panels mm -hmm. and on your home. And then smart home consultation as well. That's cool. The third. That's awesome. How's how's the how's the solar been going? So solar's going great. It's an initiative that we launched in the beginning of this year. <clears throat> um, we're doing straight residential uh, sales at this point. Okay. Uh, knocking doors. Knocking doors. There's SEO. There's paper click. There's all different ways to yeah. do it uh, that many solar companies out there are using now. Um, so we got out in front of it through some old relationships that I've had um, in. Oven is a wholly owned subsidiary of Smart, mm -hmm. uh, just at arm's length. And so we are out in, uh, we launched in Vegas, I don't know, a month ago, month and a half. Yeah, April. April. Yeah. And so um, it's off to a great start. I think you'll see, I would follow it because I think in the next, you know, 12 months or so, you'll see that we are building the fastest growing residential solar company in the United States, which is exciting. Yeah. Uh, road to profitability is quick. Mm -hmm. um, you know, Obviously, doubling down on that so we can include more data with the installations and what have you, and potentially mm -hmm. acquiring an EPC, which is an installation company, uh, really makes the customer journey a lot better. It's also more creative. There's more margin in it. So those things are all actually happening right now in that short period of time. And so we're producing a significant amount of accounts, uh, an enormous amount of revenue, and we're in negotiations with an EPC already. That's awesome. What What do you have as far as plans for? Uh, I imagine that the next process of you know, five years or so, you're going to be needing to do upgrades on the systems themselves to get this kind of data and anonymize it the way that you want, like to make it yeah. as, as secure. Do you have a plan 
for what the, those enhancement pathways look like I would say for your customers? To, I'd say it's safe to say we have a direction okay. right now, right? Yeah. We, we've recognized that that's a problem, right? Yeah. That like, these are 25 year old systems. Yeah. And whether that's even down to like basic things or not even super complex things like tokenomics, like how do we make sure that the reward system aligns with a 25 year relationship? Yeah. Or the sit the actual hardware of like updates. I was I was watching a video just the other day on new solar technology of and like I'm not a solar expert, but I'm trying to like make sure I'm educated. And that's what we're trying to do. That's our process is like try to absorb as much data as we can all the time so that we can make those decisions and figure out where do we need to add stuff or upgrade stuff. And yeah. so I can't give you a straight answer. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. You have more of an answer you want to give. I, I think the technology <laughs> in the last five years is probably um, where we can actually utilize some of that data now. Okay. Unlike the uh, security industry and the smart home industry, you're right. There's a lot of installations out there. There's millions of them that, you know, you really can't collect that data. There's no right. real mechanism to do it. And you need to go out and enhance their system in yeah. order to do exactly. so. Yeah. And so that's expensive and, you know, it's very fragmented. Uh, so working with the platform companies that have been around for like the last 10 years, I'm pretty certain that I would just, this is just an assumption, but 90 plus percent of all the installations for smart home uh, security, uh, what have you, have all been platform based. So mm -hmm. All that data is being accumulated, like the data that I was talking about a little bit earlier. Yeah. Uh, so those partnerships and immediately getting that data uh, accessible to us um, is something that we're really looking at. Yeah. That's cool. That's cool. And then with the, the, I mean, I guess same same question for uh, the smart home stuff. Like, what is what's the pathway as a customer to like? I have a consultation, and then like, what's the turnaround before I have something installed on my wall? Yeah. yeah so two two really interesting pieces there. So um, if we're doing it right. I could sell you smart home, whether it's through my SEO campaigns, pay-per-click, digital marketing, direct to home. If it's direct to home, I could probably put it in same day 90% of the time. So the yeah. experience is immediate. I kind of liken that to what I would refer to as you go buy a car, you want to drive it off the lot. Yeah. Right. So that's yeah. the smart home side. And we get that we get that equipment that those peripheral devices, you know, 10 to 13 devices, maybe as much as 16 devices per home to get as much of that house household data as possible and get it up and running as soon as possible and onto the onto the platform. What are the devices like outside of, I mean, cameras, panels, what yeah. else exists? Lights, locks, thermostats, peripheral devices, security devices. There's a lot of water devices. There's mm -hmm. all kinds of stuff out there that we can monitor okay. or, or monetize and monitor yeah. and protect the consumer. The other thing is, is what we've learned in the last, call it five or six years is, you know, solar's a little bit different. Like we sell a solar system through whichever campaign we're, we're selling it under. There's a number of different things that you have to do. You have to get inspections. Um, you have to go get permitting. These are things that are outside, let's say, install, the installing or selling company's control. Mm -hmm. And so one of the things we've learned over that period of time is, you know, once that is sold, giving them a smart home experience that same day I'm there actually drives down the breakage or the attrition substantially, where in fact we could probably, well, I know we can do it for free because the amount of breakage that we're saving is more creative than actually giving away that system. Mm. So on the solar side, it's really there to build, build an experience day one, just like on the smart home side. Yeah. But it's also really there to protect what we sold and make sure it gets installed and people get paid. Yeah. And, and the consumer starts saving money. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. That's cool. How how soon are you hoping to be working with the the installation companies? It's interesting. So right now we're working, if you're talking about the solar side, we're yeah, working yeah. with a number of them now. You've got some of the largest in the country. Some awesome. people we've had past experience with. And then ultimately you want to control that experience. And I don't think you'll 
always have the capability to install all of your uh, sales, yeah. depending on where you go, because you kind of have to grow into that. So you always have partners until you're ready to do that. Mm -hmm. But in the meantime, like we have a roadmap where we said, you know, about six months ago, we wanted to do a number of different things. And one of them with success uh, was to go acquire an EPC, an installing company. Yeah. And we're, negoti we're in negotiations now to do that. And so less than six months in, you know, we're pretty close. Yeah, that's so. cool. So then you acquire it and then, I mean, the cost goes down for installation in general. Yeah, it's way more creative. You get to share their margin. The consumer yeah. journey is way better. Yeah. Like the time to install is way better. Like, yeah, that was the, uh, I separate industry, but knocking doors um, in my 20s. That it, If I could get something on the roof for them yeah. that day, it was it was way more likely to happen anyway. Right. right. Just just the promise of, no, they'll be here in 20 minutes. They're, waiting for me to call yeah, you know? yeah for sure <laughs> so yeah that's cool what can you so what are your thoughts about the tokenomics like what are your ideas mm -hmm. there <laughs> the, the, <laughs> we're uh i shift uncomfortably because it's just it's such an interesting it's question a diff, yeah, and it's like a calm, yeah yeah i was talking to uh a, a friend of mine the other day and he he's had some experience building tokenomics before and he even went to stand like he went and spent like a month in Stanford and like just was like had lunch every day with the Stanford professor. And the professor basically was like, hey, uh, if you figure out like the viable platform or like the viable tokenomics model, I'll give you a seat at Stanford. Like I'll give you tenure. Like, I'll give you a, 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 a teaching. You can go teach a class. Right? Yeah, like, that's wild. Um, and so it's like, it's that wicked of a problem. Yes, right? exactly. It's like, exactly. It's like the epitome of wicked problems. Uh, and so we're still trying to figure it out yeah frankly i mean we we it. we recognize based off of the calculations that we've done and the thoughts that we've done that there's opportunity to fine-tune the system yeah fine-tune and, and work it out we're we're reaching out and talking with people outside and outside of nerd inside of nerd trying to get as much information as we can so if anybody listening wants <laughs> to come like come chat or wants to nerd out with us yeah like i'm so hungry we are yeah, so hungry. Cool. And yeah, so if, if there's people out there who have that information or think they do, yeah. you know, I'll give you Thomas's cell phone number. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's perfect. Um, yeah, no, and that's that's kind of why I asked because I yeah. know it's a monster. And yeah. the, the I I mean, at this point, just hearing the ideas as they bubble up is like, yeah, what do you maybe? Yeah. <laughs> you know, maybe. Yeah. And there's so many levers you can really pull. Yeah. There's quantity. Mm -hmm. There's reward mechanism, there's distribution mechanism, there's NFTs you can bring in. Yeah. There's the schedule. Uh, do you want to do halving? Do you want to do not halving? Do you want to do something algorithmic like right. X squared? Yeah. Or like square root of X so it tears off. Um, a, a really interesting question that, that I've come across is that like when I've talked to different consultants um, or just even people around, the, one of their first questions is, what do you want the token to do? Yeah. Do you want it to be a stable coin? So do you want supply to be released relatively proportionate to growing demand? Mm -hmm. Or do you want it to be more dynamic or more volatile and pump a bunch into the economy and see what happens see what with happens it? what happens with it, yeah. Uh, and so, and I, and I, I had actually had, I had a conversation this morning with another crypto friend uh, based in London. And she was like, you know, the, the funny thing is we build these beautiful models and these simulations mm -hmm. and then we turn them over to the market and the market just does whatever the heck it wants. Yeah. To do. Like, yeah. like there is yeah. no choice at the end of the day. And that's, but that is crypto. That's the beauty of it. That's the beauty of that where we don't control the mechanism. We don't control the value of that, but we can control 
value creation and solving problems for the user. Yeah. And that's where we focus. Yeah. So that's, um, that's probably the most important question outside of even the, the tokenomics and the, the way that it integrates with the system and different ways that you can do that. What is the, what's the actual customer experience you're looking to give that I couldn't get from, you know, one of the competitors that's web two and working their asses off right now. Yeah. We're, we're still trying to nail that down. Exactly. We're Mm -hmm. trying to find product market fit and, and really that the thing where it comes down to is this really interesting spot of like you want high interactions with the user yeah because that's where they're the most engaged they're the most using it but from a user's perspective when you think about a smart home or you think about your data automation is the goal yeah i right? don't want and to so, interact yeah you don't want to interact and yeah. so is there a way, and so we're trying to find that balance of like how do we incentivize and how do we promote behavior that is engaging in a way that somebody enjoys but isn't the busy work are you managing are things. you exploring any form of like ai ai modeling to help manage some of the smart home stuff yeah and for me like as a user i think that it would it would be pretty cool for anytime i had the opportunity to help train the model yeah. i would get a reward for it right yeah. where i can go oh yeah no, I wasn't here. You can turn the heat down. It's fine. I'm at work. Yeah. I'll let you know if I'm back. You know, yeah. that kind of stuff. Anytime I can interact with with the cool thing and get a reward for it, I'd be interested in it. But otherwise, yeah, I've got I've got you know, some smart smart stuff at home and I don't want to touch it. Yeah. Now that I now that I have it where Yeah, it yeah. you is, got you gotta fine tune. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I yeah. set the thermos yeah. thermostat to where I set it on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> I, I will add this. I think AI AI is uh, that concept's used quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Not a whole lot of people have actually fulfilled on it. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, to your point, like with what Thomas is talking about, and in my former life, and you're talking about smart home, smart home will never have scalability if it's not simple. Yeah. Right. It's got to yeah. be really simple. And so you're like, hey, you were talking about rewards. That's exactly where I'm thinking. It's like, hey, I don't ever touch my smart home. And yeah. I probably have 40 devices and 12 cameras. Never do it. I don't lock my doors. Right. I don't set my alarm. Yeah. I don't do anything. <laughs> it gives me a notification of like something outside of what the rules or scenes or whatever it is. The actual AI as it's learning, including like your thermostats and what yeah. have you. Yeah. Um, and occupancy. It tells you like in my home, like if I'm gone for a period of time, it knows I'm out of town and therefore puts it back into an ecosystem. It expects a certain right. amount of people exactly. in the house. And, yeah. it's, and it just takes all the peripheral data, brings it in and just makes start smart decisions for you. So we're not there yet. Some others are. Obviously, the system in my house um, has figured that out. Mm-hmm. Uh, others are kind of near followers. Yeah. Um, and so there's ways to do that. And so we're going to kind of leverage that experience with any partnership or anything else that we build, because I think that's the smart way to go. Yeah. Because yeah. it's simple. Yeah. But I, I love your point about being able to interact with it and help train the model. I, mm. I with my a smart home system that I have, one of the most frustrating things to me is that I'm sitting at dinner in the middle of winter, right? And it's freezing cold outside. My house is, was right at the temperature that it wants. And all of a sudden the fan comes on and it's right. blowing massively cold air. And next thing you know, I'm bundling with a blanket. I got my boots on, I got my winter coat on, I got my beanie on. I'm like, it's just freezing cold. But then I, and then I go over to this, the, the panel and I'm like hitting it, like stop cooling my house. Like right. I'm comfortable. And I can't do anything. Like I'm, yeah. I'm locked out. It's like no, and you it, said. Yeah, exactly. You said, you said you do these yeah. parameters, and I, I like I would love to be able to have more transparency. Yeah, I would love to be able to say no, override. Yeah, like, I was wrong stop. about my program. Yeah. Here's yeah, yeah. No, I have a similar uh, experience, but it's you know at night. 
when yeah, the heater yeah. kicks on, I'm like, I, I'm never sleep. Yeah, <laughs> I'm yeah, done. Yeah. I needed to be ice cold in my house. Yeah. It'll just kick on. So yeah, those are, <laughs> those would be exactly the moments where I'm thinking like I would, I would want to go and correct what yeah. the expectations are easily. Right. Cause that's the hardest part is if I want to like reset my weekly temperature schedule, mm -hmm. I have to go through like every day. Yeah, every day I have to yeah. step through the whole thing yeah. when in reality it's like, no, right now, from here on right yeah. now, I want you to change. <laughs> That's a great yeah. point though. And also inserting like feedback yeah. in the reward system that yeah. we were talking about. So like, as an example, like the leading smart home product for quite a while, which is now owned by Google was Nest. Mm -hmm. And it's probably what you were scheduling because it sounds mm -hmm. like you're doing it day by day. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and so Nest is smart with a one-to-one -one app time, uh, but it's only smart in its field of view. Yeah. Right. So it can only see what's in front of them. So it doesn't take peripheral devices into account, but like an example like that, if you were to bring that to me and I was with the either partnered with a service provider or we were doing it ourselves is I would say, okay, that's a very, very good point. Like you should be able to override that stuff. Like, and by the way, are you going to set the same schedule in Utah when it's a hundred degrees in the summer, or are you going to set it the same way that it's like 20 degrees in the yeah, winter? Right. No, there's, there's anomalies. And so you got to be able to do that. You got to make it easy. You got to do it to your app. You got to be able to override it, you know, Maybe you like your home at 72 degrees. I happen to be like you. I like it at 68. Yeah, 68. Uh, maybe a little cooler yeah, at night. That's where I sleep. But if I'm having, uh, you know, 30 kids over on a trampoline and going crazy, running inside and outside the house, well, I've got to be able to override that. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Right. yeah. So we're just yeah, going to totally be working and, all and day. Right. Like all that dollars are just going to be just draining <laughs> if, down the If a user, yeah. if a community member, whatever has an idea that says, hey, look, you know, this is a problem that needs to be solved. And either we or collectively we we can build together something that fixes that they should be rewarded for it yeah yeah that's cool that's a cool concept i'm excited to see as we go and and you know over over the course of the next 18 months as you get these a lot more finished and stuff let's come and talk again and we'd yeah, love that yeah. Where we're at. Yeah. okay yeah well good talk guys yeah great, thanks great for working time. with you guys thanks so much yeah okay 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 yeah, that works. That's awesome. Sweet. Yeah. All right. Thanks so Fun much, stuff. guys. All right, guys. I couldn't tell if you're supposed to like look at the camera or like yeah. keep within this like oh, two no, no, two no, dimensional plane of like. Yeah. Well, in the podcast, you like just talk to each other, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. you're supposed to. But I I just kept on finding myself like <laughs> like looking at, at this and like, yeah. At least I had you to look at. Yeah, you are. <laughs> yeah. So how'd the how the talk with Tune go? It was good. It was interesting. We there. We talked all about their different, um, who they are, what they do. Um, they, we're gonna we're gonna set up a lunch. I think they they may invite you. I'd love to. I'd love <laughs> um, to and just kind of keep it keep in touch. Um, we talked about the money the money markets account that I told you about. Yeah. Like my immediate thoughts and there, resonated well on that. And there's there's some interesting synergies. Yeah. Um, nothing really immediate for a smart to jump on. Yeah. Sure. Um, I don't know if you wanna. They're they're really looking for cash. Right now? No, no, I never Yeah. I actually put me away. Yeah. Never... Um, Aaron, the, the one of the founders, is my brother in law. Okay. Yeah. So, so I've been kind of doing some regulatory product side work for them. Yeah, he came in. He actually he drove from an old employee of mine. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, who met with him. So he came in. We spent about an hour. This was last week. Yeah, last and Tuesday. I said, uh, okay, well, this is a good conversation. Yeah. We had a bunch of people in the office, but uh, I said, let's get Thomas in. Right. Yeah. Thomas was here. Yeah. My manager. I know they're doing a little grabbing the hallway and like, like going up 